Welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial, number one video game podcast with the Doom Slayer's ass. I'm one of your hosts this week, Bryant, Abe, Sapien, Daniels. And joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd Trouble Fortner. What's going on, man? Alright, alright, I owe you. I owe you dinner. I owe you something. I'm going to have to buy you a, like, give you a gift card to Amazon. So let me, alright, this is how, all right, if, if you listen to the show, if you're new to the show, welcome. If you listen yes. to the show, you know we do this silly shit literally every week where primarily Brian comes up with a place that we from and like a weird ass name. So today we just randomly pick names. He he doing Abe Sapien. You'll understand why soon. I pick Trouble. That's just because I was just listening to this fucking song. And then first we was supposed to be number one at CVS. Yes. Yes, we were going to be number one at CVS. But then what happened, Brian? I said it. I said, well, I said, I said, let's be number one in Doom Slayer's ass. Just because I've been playing some Doom, which we'll get to. And it's been on my, not his ass has not been on my mind. Doom has been on my mind. <laughs> like, not Doom Slayer's ass. Just the game Doom has been on my mind. It's a good, I'll talk about it a little bit. But motherfucking weird day. That's, it's just been a weird, it's been a good day. It's been it's a been, very, well, it's been a great week. Well, well, fuck it, man. This, you know, this is one of those ones we never do this. We, we, well, we do do this. This, yeah, we do it for the people that listen to us on a consistent basis. This is the day that we did not get any rest when we recorded at all. <laughs> yes. Are you ready? <laughs> it's a roll of the dice. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I mean, this might be a shit show where it all ends. Coming up, craps. COVID. Or is craps a good thing? I've never anyway. played craps, so I don't know. You never played? Crap? You never played I tried it once. 7-11. I tried it once. It was, like I did crack? it at casino. No, yeah, yeah. But no. I hear if you do crack once, you do it more. Like a lot more. Like that's what I heard. I don't oh, know. Man. It's okay, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying. I've, I tried craps once in Oklahoma at one of the casinos. I didn't understand it. There was a lot of rules. There's a lot of places to bet. I didn't get it. <laughs> like, what are we doing? What are you know we what? doing? You do it this week, man, because I fucked it up last week. What's how, what, what's the whole staple of the shizzo? Yes, if this is your first time listening to us, uh, we're a video game show primarily where we get together, we talk about video games, the news, and break down a roundtable, um, or sometimes we break down the top seven. But there's one important rule that I think is often forgotten. We remind you guys every week, but Todd, what is the number one rule about Skip the Tutorial? We talk about what the fuck we like, and we do what yes. the fuck we like other than being quarantined. Right. Well, right now, we like to be in the house because of the quarantine yes. rules that are all of a sudden happening in a potentially draconian situation that could populate <laughs> and pop up. I don't want to be stuck outside when the virus hits the air. The plants are killing people. But France was wrong that cocaine doesn't stop the corona. <laughs> cocaine stops everything. There was a Netflix special I was watching last night that was partially inspiring when that had uh what is the term I'm looking for? Mentally handicapped and or handicapped people at a camp? Really? Yeah, I what's the name of this camp? It was Crip Camp. So it caught my attention for <laughs> obvious reasons on the title, it's but it was for Crip camp. not for the Tookie Williams uh yeah. The, the group that Tookie Williams started, it was for crippled children, of course, that did uh, drugs yeah. at a camp in like 1970, 60, 73 or some shit like that. It was did pretty it got, it was pretty interesting, actually, especially coming off of Tiger King, Joe Exotic. Hell. It had to do with civil rights and how yeah. that led to civil rights. And it even had a portion showing how the Black Panthers helped them at a city-in and a, a capital. You know, it was it's a pretty dope uh, thing, but man, this is going to be one of those. But And I like the idea of it because it it, it basically made them feel like that was one of the most normal places that they could be hmm. based on what they were saying at that point what that camp interaction did for them and you know a society where they were treated as pariahs and he, I, i'm paraphrasing this as well where they know that people want them to die yeah thought about how fucked up that was yeah and they, they acknowledged it and then that what was that about 
Uh, no, man, I'm going to have to watch that out. I've been watching a lot of Batman 66. So, you remember Batman 66? The Adam West show? That one? The, the original? Yeah. Batman with, like, Eartha Kitt? Yes. Catwoman from, like, 1968? Yes. Or something? I'm just throwing out a number right there. It was there. 1966. Spot. See? Look, come on, yeah. man. You know I fuck with these comic books a little bit, brother. <laughs> Dude, this one cracks me up, though, because... Number one, Robin is super aggressive about everything, and I that don't know why. <laughs> but no, like, the, the thing that I was watching, so I watched that, and I was watching The Green Hornet. You remember that show, The Green Hornet with yeah, Bruce Lee? Yeah, the original Lee? Green Hornet. Yeah. Or, yeah, with, with, that actually was Bruce Lee breaking into film in yeah. America. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was and watching. They, and old boy did the remake probably a few years ago. I forgot what, what you know what I'm talking uh, about. Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. Yeah, Seth Rogen was in it. Um, but yeah, so like Green Hornet, I was watching and I was like, Green Hornet's not cooler than Batman, but Kato is significantly cooler than Robin. Kato was awesome. He was just a badass on that show. I mean, but Kate, cause Kato was Bruce Lee. Yeah, that's, that's true. And Robin was, you know, what's his name? Is Burt Ward. Burt Ward was Robin. But we're a video game show. We're here to talk about some video games this week. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? I really want you to go first this time. Okay, let me go first. Actually, I'll slide. Okay. Um, I've been playing 2K. <laughs> now, you go. There we go. <laughs> I like how that happened. I've been playing 2K. See, you guys know what's up. Well, look, well, what it is is, you know, I went back and I really, like, I got Neo 2. I was all hunkered down. I got Doom. I was like, yeah, like, and I forgot. I was still kind of in our normal mode. I mean, we've been doing this shit going on three years now. It's yeah. a lot of shit going on, and it's I love it, and I fuck with you, and the whole it, it's so amazing how it's come together, especially in light of what life is throwing at us now. Like, it was a weird decision for us to do Skype. It's difficult to do Skype. A lot of people. You know, and I understand it like for technical purposes, like it's better to do the show in person, yeah. right? But it's amazing how this has happened now. As far as like us doing this makes it real natural. So I'm just so used to being in the exciting groove. I was like, I'm gonna bust out Neo 2, I'm gonna bust out Doom. You know what I'm saying? But if you go back and listen to a pre a couple of shows go, 2K is gonna be my quarantine fucking game go to. Yeah. And for some kind of way. I have not. I like once I just stopped doing my normal shit. Like I'm gonna go back to Neo Two. I'm gonna go back to Doom. But I got so excited about hearing about Doom from you because I already knew that was your type of game. And I've really just been trying. Like I, the little bit of time, I really ain't even had, had a chance to game like I want to. That's another thing we could touch later. Like I thought I was gonna have all this fucking extra time being quarantined, blessed to be able to work from home, and I'm not yep. like. 6.6 million people they like instantly lost their job when we looking at projected 30 percent unemployment and dealing with all that crazy shit you know what i'm saying like really sitting here like yeah i'm gonna be working out i'm gonna be swallowed in a bitch and i'm gonna be painting and shit like i'm gonna be in the house with all this time and being a renaissance man play all these games not that ain't how the shit has worked out i'm just i'll be tired at the end of the motherfucking day yeah so my little bit of game is we're still working okay right Still, you know, it ain't tailed it off yet. Not enough people have passed away for what our, you know, the volume to go down. But I've been playing 2K um, a lot. Shout out to my boy T. You know, yeah. and then I've been with my home. Like, I got a homeboy crew that we kind of link up. We get on FaceTime or whatever. Anybody that knows 2K, sometimes it can be difficult to link up. But we've kind of built this little thing. We've just been running wreck. I ain't forgot about you, Curtis Tillery. I'm still trying to get my game right to where I could be respectful. And, you know, as a motherfucker that you listen to the show as well. You know what I'm saying? So we can really get on there and try to run. But I'll be on there. I'll see you on there, too. I think I see Uh, he been playing um Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Salute that shit. That's why I ain't fuck with him and sent the invite. I know I'm super random, rambling. Fuck it. We'll see how this episode runs out. But that's basically my whole thing about this week of playing games like i had every intention to get on neo 2 i love that fucking game so far i have every intention to fuck with doom but uh, i have been running wreck getting up rep tweaking these badges getting my points up on 2k and having a grand time on boy theron bosley shout out him lafayette louisiana i know we they locked in i'm praying for y'all on my mom and everything else like that with my boy little g 
out there around the corner, you know what I'm saying, dropping off that thing, making sure I t- stay tight, whatever, you run on motherfucking point guard, make sure you square the way he on the team. My motherfucker Craig out there in motherfucking Louisville, shout out being the big man, number five, and, you know, myself, and then some randos. So, yeah, that's my whole thing. Way longer than I thought. Go. Doom. <laughs> it works for me. So I'm about four hours into Doom Eternal. I'm about four hours into it. Doom Eternal is a worthy successor to Doom 2016. So it started out with my initial complaint was it didn't feel too di- it didn't feel different enough for me. Which don't get me wrong, you put a Doom game in front of me, I'm gonna love it anyway because it's fucking Doom. It's got great imagery, great music, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The thing I loved about Doom 2016 was the combat puzzles, and the thing I love about Doom Eternal is how they've built off those combat puzzles. And now they've including some platforming elements, which I was worried about because first person platforming, generally speaking, has not worked well. I mean, there's been examples of where it has worked well. And one of those examples would be something like uh, Mirror's Edge, those games, good first person platforming. Doom builds off of that and builds a really unique combat and counter system with the platforming elements mixed with mixed with the combat puzzles. So you're constantly using the entire controller. It's not just button smashing. You're actually having to think on your feet while you approach these combat situations. And I really, really enjoy that part because I have died in the four hours. I have died probably six times and that's okay. That's the point. You keep coming back to it. You keep throwing yourself at it. If you run out of ammo, don't worry, chainsaw somebody. You know, if you don't have enough chainsaw juice, go chainsaw juice, gasoline. I'm going to call I gasoline mean, I, chainsaw I like, juice. I like cha- gasoline. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. it's going down in price. You call it whatever you want. We would probably own a bunch of it. <laughs> chainsaw <Do> find- juice. <laughs> That's what it is. The chainsaw ju- juice is down a, a dollar. Episode so 99, it's Chainsaw hell. Juice. It's perfect. Delirious edition. Delirious edition. It's perfect. Making noises with mouths. Making noises with mouths. I could do it. Now, but uh, with Doom, I wanted to ask you: Did you like? Do you like the? Uh, what is it fucking called? when when you fuck them up and they start blinking? Yes. Kind of yeah, 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 yeah. Arrow. What's what's that shit? So you can do the uh, glory kill. Glory kill. Yeah. Glory kill. Yeah. So you can get your health back. Oh. Yeah. You got to do. Hi, baby. You got to do the glory kill so you can get your health back. If you want ammo or if you want armor plates, you can actually set them on fire. Um, you got your grenades going on. One of my favorite things is they took the cow cow demon or whatever, the, the big eye, the big floating eye, and they made them, they, they notoriously have been one of the more, not difficult, but I would say difficult early level bosses in the Doom game. Um, not bosses, but early level demons in the Doom game, especially when you're first starting to get all your weapons, but they made them very easy and a lot of fun to kill. So what they did is if you have the grenade attachment to your, uh, shotgun, you can actually fire the sticky bomb into their mouth. It stuns them. And then you can go up and rip their eye out and rip them to shreds. That's what I love Doom for. That is so dope, man. Are you excited? Like, do you remember when we got a chance to talk to... To the developer, yes, the, the director guy. So, how do you feel now? I feel it's after fully getting your hands on it. It's paid off in droves. Like, I mean, it's totally worth the investment in it, and I can see where the game is going to be twenty-two hours long. Uh, but no, so you know, the thing about Doom Two that I like that they added was as you're shooting the enemies, you watch pieces of their body fall off, which I thought was incredible. It was like just this little bitty touch in the platforming elements involved with your dash ability now and the fact that you're still Doom Guy. You're still this, I don't give a shit what anybody thinks. I have one mission in life and that's to murder fucking demons over and over and over again. And you get real fucking good at it too. That's what's beautiful about it. You're just like punching the shit out of everything. I'm waiting to get further in the game because I know they give the meat hook ability. So I can't wait to use the meat hook and use that on the demons and fly around and just really tear some shit up. Um, right. And that is what they showcased. Yes. And I cannot wait to fuck with that either. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I get to vicariously live through you on some games. 
And this is one game I, I'm, I was waiting to hear, you know, your initial reaction on. I'm excited. And I love it, man, because the other thing, too, I love is that when the soundtrack pumps up and it starts really hitting that heavy guitar, you know you're coming into an encounter where you're going to be moving through that stage so quickly to kill everything that exists. And it'll get to the point where everything will just be super easy, and I get it, because that's how it always works. However, right now in the early stages, I feel like this is where it's going to be the most accomplished, is where you're going to have the most fun with it. Because this is the part where you're learning how the how to interact with the new Doom game. And, you know, the fact that we're even sitting here, how long has it been? 28, 29, 30 years later since the original Doom came out? I don't know, man. It's been about 12 days. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, it's been, it's been 30 damn near. When does it come out? 95? Let me see. Something like that? Hold on. The original Doom? 1993. So 27 years. What the fuck is me being off by two years today? 68, 66, you said it. 95, 93. Two it's weeks. two years, man. It's always two years. It's two weeks. It's two weeks too long. I've been locked down. I've been in the grocery store. I looked like a bandit. Walked in there with my gloves, wearing my bandana across my face. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Listen, I felt I made myself pretend to be a ninja. And I lysoled my hat before I went in there. I felt like, I felt pretty cool. That is kind of really cool. Sad. This is this shit is nice. Nah, it's, it's getting weird. I did see a I saw a new character meme on for Mortal Kombat, and it was this a uh, young Asian lady that had a bikini on that was made out of yeah, yeah, made out of medical mask. Yeah, I saw that on our on the tribe page. Oh, that's where it was. Shout out. Who, hold on. Uh-oh. I think that was. Uh, hold on, gotta give him credit. I think that I was Keith it, Stoner. I think that was Keith oh, no. Stoner. <laughs> Never mind, fuck that motherfucker. Hold <laughs> oh, up. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure. Is it was it? Yeah, it was, was Keith Stone. Yeah. That's family. Man, shout out my family, bro. That dude's stupid as fuck. But yeah, that corona shit had me laughing, bro. Even though it's not a joke. My favorite one. He just posted one two hours ago. Did you see it? My me Hold trying on. to get an extra five hundred from the stimulus package. i freaking love it man i liked uh did you see ralio's meme from the original legend of zelda that was great yeah fucking this is this is where we are with it fucking this how we feeling (laughs) it's dangerous to be (laughs) yes thank you for join the group join 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 the facebook (laughs) fuck it get on get in the group join it join the discord uh make the discord great for once again (laughs) And real shout out too to Bootyus Bob making that meme that says Bryant when he meets the Tiger King. I'm a little worried about being a slut. That shit cracked me up the other day. That shit was hilarious. Oh, nah, man. Shout out, shout out, Venom. It's Keith. It's one of Keith Stoner's names. That's 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 my homie for real, man. Shout out Venom. Yeah, Raleo's. That shit was hilarious. It's just Ryan good times. Here. Ryan posted that shit too. That's what threw me off. They both posted it. That oh. is hilarious. Great find. Yeah, so shout out, you know, uh Keith Stoner and Ryan Marino. And and Rob Harding. Cause it's fucking Rob Harding and I need to change my my avatar on Disney Plus. Rob Harding, you're dope, man. Man, I definitely appreciate you keeping me laughing with some of those notes you send over and some of those some of those emails, man. I really appreciate it. Um yeah, so Doom Eternal though. Is it worth your 60 bucks? Fuck yeah. It's definitely worth your $60. Like, it's fucking doom. You're going to have a great time with it. If you like 2016, you'll love this one. Um, I can't wait to play it more tonight. And I will definitely be picking up Animal Crossing tonight. So I'm going to be picking up Animal Crossing. I'll be talking about it next week. Um, sorry for the delay in some of my gaming. I've been really on this comic book tear lately. Uh, Man, you don't have to apologize, bro. Like, we... <laughs> Hold on, we talk, we talk about, about this, whatever man. we want. We keep it real, and that's what I'm saying. We still, man, we out here, do, you know, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it, guys. Like I've literally been spending all of my time in the evening when my wife's at work, just literally just been reading comic books. Just I finished Justice League, Grant Morrison's run. I'm reading Saga of the Swamp Thing, uh, the Alan Moore run uh, that started with issue number twenty. Uh, I just picked up that amazing Spider-Man collection, the Great Power collection. I've been reading Black Hammer, which is dope as shit. 
Uh, if you haven't read Black Hammer, that's fantastic. I mean, there's just a bunch of stuff to read, man. Like, there's just great stories all over. Oh, and then Abe Sapien. We said we'd talk about that. Abe Sapien, I've been on my Hellboy tear. I've been going back through my trades because I got the first all 12 volumes of it. Um, and I've been thinking about getting on eBay and picking up them library editions because they look real fucking slick. And I like the way those look. I like, I'd like to see them on my shelf. On my shelf back there. One of these one of these shelves. I think that one right there. That's the shelf that I want to see them on. But yeah, that's all for gaming for that we've been playing this week. Todd, do you have anything else you wanted to talk about before we moved uh, on to the look, news? Are you are you hiding small people in that Everlast bag? Yes. Yes, there's tiny people. I got Capri Sun babies in there. <laughs> you can go to the news on that point. Oh, yeah. you won't run the news theme? Have we been running the news theme? <laughs> no, we need to because we haven't yeah, really man, been reading yeah, the news. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, there just I hasn't been. So, news theme. so yes, right. Run the news theme. Channel Four News with five-time Emmy Award-winning anchor Ron Burgundy, Cham Kynes Horts, Rick Tamlin Weather. And your reporter in the field, Brian Fantana. It's Channel 4 News at 6 o'clock. All right. Welcome back. <laughs> Let's talk about this news. This is amazing. This is how the show should always be. <laughs> so, Ozark. I guess, dude, I watched season three. This shit's crazy. This shit got nuts. Is it really good, man? Yeah, it was actually really good. I haven't been able to get into it. I know it's good, bro. I couldn't. Nah, I can't get into it though. Yeah, it takes a minute. It took me a minute. It took my wife like forcing like so. She was watching it, and I was sitting in the living room playing the Switch, and that's how I got onto it. Was like because I was just listening to it in the background while it was going. You know how that goes. And then she watches that little Little Women of Atlanta, and I I got into that show for like a season because I was playing Switch on there. And I was like, what's going on with Miss Juicy? I need Never to know. A big button smile. <laughs> That's very true in so many ways. Should I get Diablo 3 for, for, on Nintendo Switch? Have you played it before? Because I like Diablo 3 a lot. $29.99 is 50% off right now. On the, it's a, in the it's a great game. Um, I haven't played the Switch version. I know Dewey has. Um, and he seemed to really like it. So. I think I can't help but get this. All right, my bad, bro. No How worries, no worries. Yeah. All right, so we got some news to run by this week. So first piece of news is Microsoft explains why the Xbox Series X controller still uses batteries. They say it's all about uh, flexibility. Um, it's just polarizing. There's a strong camp that really wants double A, so just giving flexibility uh, is the way to please both sets of people. You can use a rechargeable battery pack, just like on the Elite. It is a separate thing. So Xbox still sticking with the batteries. I'm okay with that. I really like the batteries on my Xbox One controller. They last forever, it seems like. Um, the PS4 controller I like, though, too, because I got the 12-foot charging cord that I keep in the living room for when hey I play. Man, so fuck those batteries. That's one more thing that I got a plan for in my fucking survival kit. That's that true. I got to make sure that I got to <laughs> grab when I go and get on a list and wipe down when i get back home <laughs> wipe down spray off spray off with the uh the lysol that's my impression of lysol cans you got a plug on that man i can't find that nowhere because i'm glad i can't find that uh i did find some hand sanitizer finally uh it was the one that comes in the liquor bottle have you seen that vodka no, 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 dude. Like, the, the, the liquor company's making the hand sanitizer. They're selling it at Kroger, and it looks like it comes in the, like, vodka bottle. For real? Yeah. I got some in the living room. I'll show it to you before we sign off tonight. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let me, I'm, I'm, yeah. Don't let my AD Triple HD throw you too, off, too much off this evening, man. You know what kind of episode this is. We just getting it done. Get her done. This is a good episode. This is the best kind. Uh, next piece Glad of news. You're <laughs> I am. You're playing. Me too. Yeah, I know. Uh, next piece of news, The Last of Us 2 and Iron Man VR have been delayed again. Uh, Last of Us 2 said they're being delayed indefinitely. They're hoping to get it out sometime soon. Uh, an indefinite release? An indefinite release, yes. Um, yeah, but Last of Us 2 has been delayed 
they said they had some launch issues. Um, and logistically, on the PlayStation Twitter, they say logistically the global crisis is preventing us from providing the launch experience our players deserve. So blame the Rona on the launch experience because it's going digital anyway. I'm just saying. What that says is that they got to the last stages of development and there were some bugs they still needed to fix. And that game's been maybe, in. Maybe it's an insensitive game to drop right now, too. It, it could be. Maybe it's the best game to drop. Have we thought about that? Like, fuck the Rona. <laughs> and then you just get to kill a bunch of zombies. Zombie Rona. That's what it's called. <laughs> there we go. Zombie Rona. That's what we're all waiting on. Uh, it'd be like, uh, you know that song, My Sharona? My Corona. Man, listen, 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 bro. Listen. I already know. Listen, I was trying. I actually, I thought about it. Well, before you said it, like, know you know you what did. I'm saying? You said, like, you know, you I, did. Did. I was like, my, 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 my. no, <laughs> but I stopped myself. I can't stop myself. I know, bro. This is what happens every time when we do this. Every time mm-hmm. when, I'm just, when it's a great idea to be like, fuck it, let's just record now. And then we always say something we regret later. And, or several things. Yeah. Corona. This is why, because we, we, shit, people are like. No, it's, it's sad. Like, it's sad. But we use humor as a defensive mechanism. Is that what it is? It is. It's what we do. Is it sad, though? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's still sad. Like, Slim Thug yeah. talked about it in Rolling Stone. Slim Thug talked about it in Rolling Stone. He said he oh, was really? even joking about it. Yeah. And he said he's doing good, though. He's doing good. He's, he said he made a good point. He's like, I'm locked up in my mansion with all my stuff. And he's like, but a lot of people don't have this experience. And he says, so we really right. got to think about this. And I was like, that's why I like Slim, man. Like, nah, that, but you know, I did dope. just talk to my homeboy before we started working. I mean, for, before we started recording, like right before I had ta- he had called me, and come to find out, he got laid out today. And I was like, "Fool, you did, you ain't getting no unemployment." He was just like, "Nah, it, I guess the something about they they didn't furlough him." Oh, really? Part time, so he's still employed, but they didn't. But they're not gonna pay him. They're not gonna give him no hours, basically, and Man. like full time people having to take a pay cut. That sucks, bro. That really sucks. I'd be like, man, like we're in positions where we're, I don't know, we're highly blessed and highly favored right now. Like that's all yeah. I can say. Right today, right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I'm about to start donating plasma or something. Yeah. Or, or you know. Hey, and like legit on the on the real though, if you're in the tribe and you need some help, let us know. Don't call me. Oh. No, let us know. That's what we do. We support the tribe. We serious. I mean, we'll do what we can. We're not made of millions or anything like that, but we can, you know, try to do what we got to do. I mean, we got to support each other through this. But, yeah, right. We, you know what? Let, let's make it. We'll figure some shit out, man. Yeah. We'll figure some shit out. Um, yeah. And if you're, you know, the- even though if I died today, somebody'd have to start a, go- a GoFundMe, or maybe not. If it was the Corona, at least I'd get a free bag and cremation. If I died um, today, my house would be instantly paid off. I bought that insurance when I bought the house. Definitely gonna have to cut some of this shit out, but it's all right. <laughs> it's not. It's not your fault. It's definitely mine. I keep. I'm on. A, it's my bed. It's. It's. I'm, I threw you off on the news, bro. I threw you off. On it's the okay. News, I'll keep going. But yes, if 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 you need help or if you got the ability to help somebody, we're part of the tribe. Let's let the world know what the tribe is. We take care of each other. Um. All right. Games with gold. Games with gold. One hundred thirty-two dollars and forty-six cents in value. That's what they said on the Xbox site. Project Cars 2. I don't give a shit. Never played those. <laughs> like Forza. Knights, pen and paper. Knights 2, pen and paper. I mean, maybe. Fable Anniversary. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Uh, hey, you know, it's on Steam? It's on, uh, no, no, no. Is it? Yeah, I think well, it is on I- Steam. I think it is. Well, I got a, I got an email earlier today. I think it was on sale for like two forty nine. I thought about you. <laughs> You're like I'm gonna buy it just to just to piss Brian. No, I'm kidding. I don't I don't control games. People play. That's not my thing. Um, you know the secret of your dream, though. It is. And then toy box toy box turbos turbo. I can't read that. It's too small. That's what she said. Um, I don't know why she's reading a penis. I don't get it. <laughs> it's toy box turbos yes 
Never heard of it, but I may give it a shot. Who knows? It's the Games with Gold for April. Uh, next piece of news. Cosmic Horror FPS Quantum Error to run at 4K at 60 FPS on PlayStation 5 with full ray tracing. I'm so happy for your technology! You're doing very good, PlayStation 5. Uh, Sony did, donated like $100 million, I think, the other day. Man, I'm very... To the world, I guess. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, when I see that, like, donating like $10 million to fight this virus, I'm like, who are you giving that to? Where is my damn check? <laughs> That's what I want to know. I got comic book CGCs on to buy online. I got, I got a CGC spawn number one I got my eye on. 9.8. Doctors on the front line starving. If you out here <laughs> spending your C- CDC check on <laughs> fucking laser discs yes. instead of doing what I'm doing and buying into the stock market like China. Oh, I'm buying into the stock market too. I'm doing that as well. Uh, next piece of news. Uh, near replicant. The first Nier game is being uh, made for PS4 and Xbox. So, you know, good for them bringing Nier back. I like Nier Automata a lot. It's a, it's a classic masterpiece of it, a game. It really is. Um, also, Steam has nine free games right now. Nine free games. Um, including my favorite title ever, Goat of Duty. It's Call of Duty with goats. How can you argue? How can you not like that? Everybody likes goats. Everybody likes Call of Duty. But I do believe that China's trying to gonna try to buy American cheap stock. Buy some and stock. Even more, make us more dependent on them. Apparently, people are now under. Apparently, people are now criticizing China for lying about their numbers, and I'm like, huh? Yeah, yeah duh. <laughs> it's the Chinese government. Like, of course they lied about their numbers. Why would they tell us the truth? doesn't make sense it's how it always has been i'm confused and yes third child or two child families were allowed for years according to their news but we all know that wasn't the truth and see that's what i'm saying we need those babies now for antibodies look at that shit but anyway i keep throwing you off man it's just my own mind it's okay okay man i appreciate you supporting me through this one (laughs) (laughs) it's okay it's okay. Um, next piece of news. The PlayStation 3 got an update. Hold <laughs> up, man. Okay. It's serious. PlayStation this, 3 I, got a firmware patch. Somebody said today, and I think they were bullshitting because they bullshit is that they bought a Wii for $300. But then I told them to go look up what the Switch prices are. And those bitches jumped up, which I understand. And it made me feel bougie. I had to pull out the Switch. It's a great sale on Switch right now. Man, I got two Switches at the house. Um... <laughs> You feel bougie? I got two switches. Sometimes I sit naked on my couch covered in my switches. That's what I do. I got my console. I made a I made a freaking pair of pants out of switches the other day. Like that's how many I got. Like I took a PlayStation 4 apart and made a chess piece. Just cause I could. <laughs> I wear Nintendo Wii's as hats when I go to the store. <laughs> I can't help it. I got Game Boy Advance face masks. We bougie <laughs> as fuck over at STT. <laughs> oh, fuck. We've been in the house. So what the fuck is going on? We're losing our mind. I actually had a moment today where I was like, Nobody was responding to me at work. My wife was asleep. And nobody was talking to me. And I was like, did I die? Is this, like, did I just, did I pass away? <laughs> like, maybe I'm, like, dead on the toilet over there. And I just, like, I'm moving my house, moving around my house like a ghost. Hey, man, I've developed a strange relationship with my backdoor neighbors on the third <laughs> steps up. Like we got, we on the same time clock, and you know what I'm saying. Like I go outside in the morning with my cup looking weird as fuck, with my pajama pants and my wife beater with my head wrap on. Go take me a smoke and drink my coffee. She's upstairs smoking a cigarette, looking the same way I'm looking. Husband looking the same way. It's just weird times. Then at night, me and my girl go out and get some fresh air. Yep. Especially when the AC was out, drink some motherfucking wine or something. They're right out there. 
it got to the point now we just kind of nodded each other like <laughs> well we'll be out of our kennels one day we see you hi we know you're there i learned my dog plays fetch i didn't know that i've had my dog for three years i took her outside in the backyard and i started throwing a stick around and she kept chasing it <laughs> i wasn't even trying to get her to play fetch i was just throwing the stick See, this is what's happening. This is one of those episodes people just like, we're not even doing a real show that now we're just talking and catching up. Yeah. Um, and it's welcome. Welcome and thank you again. You know, there, well, there are other good, more, more thought out shows than this. So but not, not nearly as fun. Uh, Hopefully, this is helping you getting through sanitizing your area. <laughs> so I hope so. Uh, please let us know if you're washing your balls as you're listening to our no, show. No, let him know. <laughs> let him know. Let Bryant know that. Yeah, let Bryant know. Okay. Matt Booty from Xbox Games <laughs> released a statement on COVID-19's impact on Xbox exclusives. <laughs> no, think about that. Matt Booty. Matt Booty. <laughs> made a statement about COVID's impact. Yes, on his colon. Um, from the stress, <laughs> Matt Booty. I wonder if he like the football player. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Okay. He says we know that gaming connects people during times of social distancing, and we are committed to delivering the highest quality Xbox Xbox. Thank you for I can't even read the statement anymore. It's okay, man. I'm moving on to the next one. X Cox, eh? <laughs> he says each studio is facing unique challenges. <laughs> it's 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 corporate speak. It's what it is. It's corporate speak. <laughs> Matt Booty representing X Cox, the new porn studio. They make porn games. Hey man, they they were doing giving away stuff. The where are they? Stuff. Yeah, I heard HBO also. I think IGN. Yeah, this. HBO is supposed to be giving away us like thirty shows or HBO. Now I need to check. I need to fact check there. See if they got that. Amazon Prime is streaming uh, uh, South by Southwest all the movies. And this is the thing. Did we even give the this explanation month. on what our roundtable was or the quick little question we was going to throw out to the tribe in the beginning? No. Right. No, we didn't. So what that is, after we wrap up the news, is what's going to happen with the movie industry uh, once we are off of quarantine, if ever, with the in Team the, America? In the next 18 to 24 months. <laughs> That's what we're looking at. Uh, next piece of news, Xbox boss Phil Spencer says Scalebound is not being revived. It is not being revived. There are some rumors that the Platinum Games Xbox exclusive Scalebound was going to be revived, and it is not true, according to him. Um, Let's see what else we got here. And that looks like it's pretty much it. Um, Oh, last one. Last two pieces of news. Uh, And then we have a sell that I'll take you guys through. Uh, but Nier Automata is coming to Xbox Games Pass. Nier Automata is coming to Xbox Games Pass. Classic. <laughs> it's so good. That was inappropriate. So good. Take-Two wins their lawsuit over depicting LeBron James's tattoos in NBA 2K. So they won their lawsuit. And then we got a spring sale on the PlayStation Store. I'm so glad you hit that nail. Did you see the game on there? It was a, it's a damn ch- job simulator. Which one? Is it job simulator? On, on the PS4 spring sale, there's yeah. a game on there. It's called Job Simulator, <laughs> and I chuckled. That's a VR game. <laughs> I've seen video of it. It looks I think funny. Xenoverse 2 is dropped from like $59.99 or like $8.99 on there, too. They got a ton of really good deals here. Plague Tale for $19.99, A Way Out, which me and you played. Anthem Standard Edition for $17.99. Or the, the le- greatest game of never. <laughs> no, E.T. Oh. E.T. is the greatest game ever. <laughs> or of never. Uh, what else do we got? The Arkham Collection from Batman, $17.99. It's a good time to catch up on that. Bully for $8.99. I love Bully. That game is so good. Uh, Crash Team Racing, fantastic. Uh, that's a really fucking great game. 
CTR, that was a good remake. Death Stranding. The game knows about it. I was right. Hideo Kojima was right. It was my number one game of the year. Go buy it and play it. You'll see what I mean. We're all fucking right who love that game. So fuck you if you disagree. No, I'm kidding. I mean, you, you're... Build a bridge, bitch. Build, build a bridge. bridge. Bitch. Over to a tiger pen. <laughs> and the fence around Carol Baskins and drop a bunch of snakes in it. Carol Baskins murdered her husband. No, I, allegedly. Or not even allegedly. People just think she did. I'm not saying that she did. We should go to crib camp together. <laughs> we, 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 we deserve to be there. there. Yes. Uh, me and you both. The honor to be accepted. Kingdom Hearts 3. If you want to watch Dead-Eye Goofy try to fuck Donald. Um, <laughs> sorry to ruin maybe, it. The twist. Maybe we, don't, maybe we don't need to edit this. Especially since it's not on the YouTube Maybe just, just throw it out, out there. So really see, like they just be like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, lockdown oh. is really fucked with these guys." Uh, Last of Us remastered, ESO, Elder Scrolls Online. I like ESO quite a bit. There's a there's a shit ton out there. It really is. Um, Watch Dogs Two. I really like that game. I liked Watch Dogs Two a lot. Until Dawn. That was a fun little horror game. If you like horror movies and horror music, and you like horror. I just say I just realized I say the word horror weird. Oh, it's because I can't pronounce it the way people pronounce it when they say horror, because it just sounds like I'm saying horror. I like horror movies. See, see, I like horror movies too. <laughs> this game's so good it'll make you come in three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you know what is the other way? See the whole thing you did there with doing like fuck that the slap on the table. Wow, like no motherfucker, that's funny. You're right. I'm exhausted from like okay, you're right, you're right. Let's get this. Is, like, this is this is where you Oh yeah, man. Hey, one thing in news too, man. To, yeah. to the people with Talisman, I believe it was. Yes. The folks that did that. We we talking about trying to just make sure that we run some more shit on Twitch. Uh, it's a couple of other things like we might have popping up on there, hopefully. So just I say that to say, like, if y'all feel like y'all want to do that, just holler at us. Uh, I actually enjoy listening to that shit and watching that shit myself. Me too. And I'm not the Twitch motherfucker. Maybe we should start doing it more, but you know, I'm too busy doing gangster shit. And uh, doing this. So, yeah. I'm too busy nah, walking I mean, around really my house I'm naked. Huh? Eating potatoes and chili. <laughs> Eating potatoes. Where's your wife, bro? I see Minnie down there. She's doing good. How, how's, how's the wife doing? She's good, man. She's at work right now. Minnie's actually. Oh, she's essential. She's essential, yes. Minnie is, is staring at me right now. She is looking. Does that feel Hunger Gamish though, bro? Already? Does it feel Hunger Gamish to you that we've been separated by non-essential, essential, and unemployed workers? <laughs> yes, it does. It does. What's that? When she holds up the the is it three fingers or two? It's three, right? I saw the movie once. One in the state. Yeah, that's what it should be, right? Like that's the salute. <laughs> that's like uh. It's like, in my opinion, if you're going to protest anything, the perfect protest song to play over and over again is... Uh, Back that ass up 400 degrees? That's a good one. I'm putting that on the list. I was also going to say The Misfits, Die, my, die, 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 my darling. That one. That's a good one, too. Die, right. die, die, my darling. Back that ass up. Mix them together. That would be even better. I'm going to get working on my DJ career right now. Oh, um, oh! He survived though. He got the good kind. That's yeah. the kind I want. That give you good skin glow. I don't want that other kind that kills you in two days. No, like that poor bus driver in Chicago, man. I read about that. That was awful. Yeah, man. Because people on the bus coughing and yeah. jumping about it, and he died like a week later. Yeah, it was awful, dude. That was he just recorded terrible. that shit on the 21st. He was dead today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he put that video on YouTube. Surreal yeah. as fuck, bro. All right, I mean, yeah. Let's move on before we get too depressing. Um, but it's real. It's real. What are you going to do? Kill themselves anyway. I mean, they're going to die anyway. They're <laughs> going to do it. They're going to do it. There's nothing even that's going to stop it. 
So fuck it. We got to work this out the way we work it out. I kind of wonder. It won't if... even be the disease. It'll be the starvation. So I just don't want to be one or anybody in the tribe. Here's... And if you kind of are, you're a pariah, and we might kick you out. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, we won't. But what if this isn't even real? What if this was made up like they made some shit up in the World War II for the Jewish people with uh, I forgot what it was called. It was like K disease or some shit like that. Oh, I remember they made that. It up. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Where they yeah. made the whole disease up to try to save lives and shit like that. What if that's what was the case? What if they just, what, what would happen there? Well, what it tells me is I think we're actually, the whole idea, the whole theory of living in a simulation, that whole, rea- like, I feel like this is what this is. Like, it feels like that's a simulation. Yeah, like, okay. So, so what kind of simulation are you in? No, we're all living in a simulation. Okay, so we got a reality star as a president uh, right now. We have a massive outbreak and pandemic. We've got economic failure across the world going on because people aren't working because they can't. We got a medical care care system that's being pushed to the absolute max and is breaking left and right. We're just plugging holes. China's working. China's working and they're buying up our fucking stocks. Buying up our stocks. And then the Tiger King is the greatest thing in the world. Patient zero. So here's the reality. Here's what's going to happen next. If we're in a simulation, this is what happens. Are you ready for this? Okay. If we're in a simulation, Trump pardons Tiger King, gives him a place in his cabinet. Eventually, Mike Pence passes away. Tiger King has made vice president through nomination. Trump passes away. And then Joe Exotic is president of the United States. If we're in a simulation, that's what happens next. And he tells us that ball sweat <laughs> is the cure to corona. There it is. There it is. Tied all the way back around. And 158 million Americans die <laughs> from herpes corona. <laughs> Of the ball set. Oh, no. Nah, that whole shit might not work, sir. Yeah, it may not. It may not. All right, let's move on to the round table. So we're going to talk about this. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Uh, pussy ass and titties. Beautiful ladies. <laughs> I'm glad you I threw it out there. That's a good thing. <laughs> yes, movies. It, once again, which is your wheelhouse. You all already right. know. So, all right, man, this week. But movies. Cause we've been, yeah, because it's been fun. That has been like a bright spot in all the insanity for it. Yeah. Both of us, I believe, we both kind of have dug off into our comic bookiness a little bit, but you more so with actual reading said books, and we both been getting into the movie. So it also did tie in. I mean, these things things may not just start back up, and yeah, everybody's having a. I mean, probably there will be like a huge orgy once this <laughs> this quarantine is over, because it's gonna be so many, many divorce rates going up and weird interactions when you can hug somebody. Yeah, like. Without being like a social pariah, that I think is going to be a weird, you know, there'll be an adjustment period. But as far as like certain businesses are concerned, they're not coming back in the same way. No. And like with this movies going straight to uh, homes, like do you how how do you do you think that the movie industry, as far as theaters are concerned, are going to survive, or will they could survive in the same way? What changes will be made, or will we just go back to life as usual what's your your thoughts sir i think it depends on timing i mean really ultimately at the end of the day it's going to depend on how long this goes on if you're talking about may or june right like if june comes and they're like all right everybody get the fuck out of your house maintain some social distancing but it's safe to go places again you know just make sure we kind of slowly trickle it in and it's a stair step all right movies probably survive the same way um I think some theaters will and some film festivals will slowly implement some of this because I think what they're seeing is a lot of production companies are seeing profits off of this and a lot of profits off of this, maybe even stuff that they wouldn't have imagined before. Um, So there'll probably still be a push for certain movies to go video on demand. And I think if anything, what we'll see is we'll see movies that get released day one on demand. Normally, we wouldn't see. Maybe theaters get reserved specifically for like big Disney releases, big Marvel releases, and movies like The Invisible Man, for instance, which was in theaters, which made a huge splash for people saying critically, but more people saw it because it was on demand so early. And I think it's going to be, we're going to see movies like that. There's still the big, not big, big budget action movies like that, but they're considered AAA. 
you know, you got a big cast, big director, big actor, and it's, you know, something that even like potentially Oscar baits going right to the on demand. If it goes longer, I think you see that the only theater chain that would probably survive is AMC because they're the biggest AMC and Cinemark maybe, but AMC, I imagine probably has the cash to hunker down in a way never before seen. And I think that they'll even come up with their own options to where I wouldn't be surprised if in the next couple of years, we see something like an AMC streaming service where you pay and it may be 20 bucks a month, but you can pay an additional like $4 to see a movie in theaters right there at your home. So you're paying money to access the fee and then they'll put movies on there themselves for streaming. I mean, I would be surprised if we see something similar to that in nature. Um, I think what's really going to suffer is the little boutique theaters, like the mom and pop theaters that film lovers love like me. I love stuff like the, the draft house. Um, you know, that's one of my favorite things in the world. I love the Alamo draft house. I think it's an incredible experience. It's a lot of fun to go to. If you really like movies, it's a great place to go because there's still something magical and there's something so human, especially the modern 20th century, 21st century human, more so 20th century, but there's something very magical about the theater experience, right? Going there, sitting down, watching the trailers beforehand, being in a group of people, laughing, sharing those moments. Um, there's certain movies that... Smelling the popcorn. Smelling the popcorn, seeing the sodas. But there's certain movies, like for me, that hold up way more when I saw them in theaters than when I watch them at home. Godzilla 2014. Great movie in theaters. When I finally saw it at home, it was one of those like... Eh, it's pretty good, but it's nothing like special, special. You know what I mean? Like the theater experience defined that movie for me. Um, I can think of a ton of those movies though, like that. Star Wars was defined by the theater experience for me. Like seeing that as a child in theaters itself. The Marvel movies, while great at home, something about going to the Avengers Infinity War opening day with the group of people sitting there eating my popcorn and hearing the reactions. There's something shared about that where we feed off of each other's emotions. And I think that's what's kind of incredible about the theater experience. I don't think it's going away, but I think to it does jump evolve in right there too. No, I, I agree with you. I mean, one for me recently was the Joker. Yeah, absolutely. Like it was just totally different experience watching it in the theater the first time, as opposed to, you know, buying it and watching it at home. Now I'm glad that I watched it in the theater first because it gave me a different kind of appreciation for it because it's the collective of the eerie or the collective of the excitement. Yep. I, I couldn't have said anything better. I think, I think if you just flip it on his head though, there's going to be on. It's just like we're working from home. Like we yeah. both working from home, right? We both got like, okay, look, we still work. We're thankful. We're blessed to work, but it's going to be difficult to get a lot of people back in the office after this. Yes, there is. And that's the thing. Once the genie's out of the bottle, I, I I would pray and hope. You know, that's pretty much one of the only things I like to do. I'm not tripping about going do much. I'm not going to like sports shows or anything no, like that. No, me but neither. I love going to the movies. You know what I mean? So I would love for them to figure out a new way just to incorporate both options because I just don't see how they just put the genie back in the bottle completely. Like, especially, it, it goes back to what you said. It depends on how long this goes. Like, when you have the new 007 movie being pushed back to, I think, November, mm. in light of this. Wonder Woman. Like, okay. Right. Like, and that, those are ones that have direct, they have directors and people that are over those movies that specifically said this is a have to see in a theater experience. What happens if this stretches out longer than we anticipate? Yeah. I mean, that's the reality. If this goes longer, cash starts becoming an issue you know and the reality is is that with the way the government or the way the people feel about bailing out corporations especially after 2008 with the way people feel about that i'm not sure if the movie theater industry is going to be top of the line i mean when you really think about it how much do they pay their employees next to nothing right most of the time they don't have insurance or health care um you have to be up in management roles for it to really even start to matter for you. They they mostly employ teenagers. Um, they don't even have projectionists anymore. It's all on hard drives, so it's not a skill. Neither one of us did enough research this week. Because yeah. the, one of the first questions we would have asked one another is, okay, how was the movie industry doing prior to this? 
that's also any, true. Any industry, any industry right now that was on the cusp is gonna feel pressure. You're right. Let me see. I'm actually gonna look that up while we're on the while we're on this conversation. Good shit. How was the movie industry performing prior to COVID? Because it could have been down. I mean, let's see here. Um, a lot of this is movie TV industry delays. Um, oh, here's something that says that movie theater performance has been down uh, prior to COVID. It had been slowly drifting down over the last five years, which is quite a bit. Um, so yeah, I mean, you could see that too. So, so you really got to think is 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 a dying industry. Is a movie theater dying anyway before COVID? And maybe this is the last thing that it needed to really push it past that. The catalyst point, if you will. Hello, GameStop. <laughs> thank you. I mean, the reality, though, is how many industries are antiquated to a degree? Waffle House. Waffle House. Man, I love some Waffle House, though. Bro, I can't wait to go to a restaurant again. Um, and my local comic shop. I can't wait to go there. Um, comic stores. Comic stores, though, man. Like, let's, let's be honest. Let's be real honest. One of my dreams was to always open up a comic shop and thinking about it now, I'm glad I didn't do that. I had a chance five or six years ago to try it and I'm kind of glad I didn't do it. Like, you know, my underlining real life story, what happened in the crash in 07 and 08. Yeah, I do. All right. So it's one of those situations, man, where it's, I mean, if it goes on for a long period of time, I really don't see the movie industry surviving in the way that it has been. I think a lot of theaters will close. I think it's going to be kind of rare for them to come back up. I think the big chains, AMC, places like that, they'll stay open. Um, what about drive-ins? No, drive-ins will. Well, actually, the drive-in the drop from what I did read a little bit. You I did, did read about that. Research. I read about the that drive -in too. Drive-in market actually increased. It did. See this. As, so this is the thing. I think it's an exercise in a, a possible new norm, a definite new norm, because these are historical events and this has never happened before. I don't. I don't see how things don't change when you yeah. stop the most powerful economy in history and just figure out a way to restart it. Like it's it's just fucking weird. But if we're smart about it and figure out a way, I mean, it just is. It could be evolution, or mm -hmm. it could. Be, I, I don't know if it's a positive way of spin to look at it. You know what I'm saying? But maybe it'll be more drive-ins, or they'll figure out a way to redesign theaters, or you know, or maybe it'll be fine. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? Because I think it's dope that you can get movies like Bloodshot, Birds of Prey. Which I'm gonna be honest with you, I did not dig Birds of Prey. No, fair enough. Fair enough. I enjoyed I it. I found like, it to be like, fun. I, did, I enjoyed watching it because I'm just enjoying. You know, it's the movie thing part of it. Yeah, but I really wanted to. Like, I could not. As much as I wanted to dig it more, either, yeah, I just couldn't get into it like I wanted to. But I'm. A lot of people feel that same way about Bloodshot. Even Star Wars. Sonic is out. In fact, I need to get Ooh, that little thing over to my homeboy for his son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? And it's gonna be hard for me for some of these types of movies because every movie isn't. A, you know, blockbuster Star Wars. Every movie isn't the 007. Every movie isn't Wonder Woman. Um, I would hope it would slide more your way and there will be a couple of powerful movie theaters that make it that don't completely get rid of that visceral feeling yeah. of the movies because it's really something I think near and dear to both of our hearts. But I think this is a question that we're going to have to ask of a lot of industries. Yep in general and i think it's cool to just exercise your brain towards it but well i mean there's a lot of industries that you really have to think of are they've been talking about them being on the precipice of dying for years bookstores think about that um old people's homes <laughs> literally uh but no like i mean you think about that like what happened to bookstores some years ago Books a Million started shutting down. Walden Books started shutting down. Borders started shutting down. What's the only one that survived? Barnes and Nobles, right? Barnes and Nobles, and then if you're in the DFW area, Half Price Books, because that's basically. I, love half I, I do too, books, bro. That place will survive. Like they're still will it? They're still selling stuff online, and they're, apparently they're doing pretty good. good I check. Shit. I check on them because I want my Half Price Books to be st sticking around. Um. But you really have to think this is is there need for Barnes and Nobles? Like besides for teenagers to go to on a Saturday night 
when they got nothing else to do? I mean, really, is that? I mean, you go into Barnes and Nobles now. Yeah, I can look at the Blu-ray DVD section that they got over there, their books, but everything's pri- overpriced, and I can go to half-price books and get it for, you know, 60, 70, 80 percent. Technically half price, but a lot of the times they send out those coupons and it's like 50% off one item. And it's like, fuck yeah, I'll go in there and buy up your Criterion collection. Um, but it's it's the truth, man. And then like even then, I still buy Blu-rays, but I got enough in my collection where like I have Criterion streaming. I got that channel. And so like I don't, I'm not going to go buy a Criterion. I got the Arrow streaming app. Like it's, it's good and I'm kind of okay with it. <laughs> it's a weird world, man. Like, I love physical medium, but... What happens when people just start building better home theaters? Like, you'll never get the full IMAX experience, right? But what what happens when it's just, like, a a bigger market for people, like, that really dig it? It's just like, fuck it. You know, you build a home experience better. Humans and their day-to-day lives are very good at being perfectly okay with perfectly fine. You know, the, the, the facsimile nature, we're good with that. Like, we just generally are. We're like, eh, that, I have a, for instance, I've got a Boba Fett action figure that's hanging on my wall, right? Occasionally gets twisted, like it, it'll, it'll swing one way or another, and I'll have to move it occasionally. But sometimes I look at it and go, that's fine. I'm okay with that. And what, once again, I hate to keep going back to this, but there's a cost effect thing yep. as well. So as much as I would, when you brought up Star Wars, that truly is an in-movie experience, right? But this year, neither one of us, as big of nope. fans as we are Star Wars, actually went into the movies to see that damn movie. Didn't even go. Didn't even go. And I, so I'm telling you, so from, from a Star Wars, like, I'm going to watch it anyway. Nope. That option, like, if you were to take it away now... Where well now you can only go and and risk your life in your mind because people are gonna have anxiety about this shit after this shit clears up. Oh, I'm one of them probably. Agoraphobia right. is so, gonna go up. Right. Um. So is divorce rates and uh, the abuse will go back down and burglaries will go up. But like, do you take that away and just you know like I, I don't know, man. It, it, it's interesting. It's just interesting. I don't know how the video game industry is gonna shift. Um, but the movie thing, and I think it's the easiest one for both of us to kind of try to start wrapping our head around, like, how does that even work? Well, and I think part of it, too, is you have to think about the psychological side of it. Is it chasing the dragon? How are we just chasing the dragon of what we felt like when we were kids going to a theater and watching something? Because is that experience even the same for this generation who has iPads and iPhones and access to all these streams. We didn't have the streaming growing up. And if you wanted to watch a movie on cable, you had to get out TV guide, circle it, wait for it to come on television, and then break for commercials. And you use commercials to take a piss or get your cereal or whatever. It didn't matter. You didn't have to rewind it. You didn't have DVR. You didn't could record it. So is it just our movies and our movies? Uh, were we the last generation of the theater experience? If we fuck around and have 30% unemployment for a year, who in the hell is going to be able to afford going to a movie? Thank you. Thank you. Right? Like, who's going to be able to afford this shit? Man, it's it's a hard, tough question, bro. But it's a real question. It's a reality that we're facing right now. I mean, you've got the fucking... What's that streaming thing? Kibi? Have you seen that? It keeps advertising on shit. Like, QI... Q-U-I-B-I... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's 10 minutes or less. Like, their their episodes are all 10 minutes or less. And they're really pushing hard for, like, 90 days free right now. Like, you can watch that shit 90 days for free. I have to think about signing up for it because they brought that freaking show, Reno 911, back. And I love that show. Like, that is the shit. Right? That is the shit, Officer Dangle. <laughs> Officer Lute- Lieutenant Dangle. And his short oh, shorts. Yeah. When he that one episode where they all go to Burning Man or they're trying to and he's dressed in that thing with the thong and the angel wings, you're like, Oh dude. This show is so funny. Makes me want to watch the movie. But I mean, is it really like does something like Kibi appeal more to the new generation than it does to us? Because that's what they grew up with. They grew up with YouTube. My little cousin, she would much rather she's that she's thirteen years old. All day long, she would not want to watch a movie. She wants to get on YouTube and watch unboxing videos or people play with toys or, 
You know, like, that's the thing that she's into. Or now, like, she's getting older, so she's watching, like, fashion channels. Like, that's the thing people are into. So. It's crazy, man. But, yeah, hopefully they'll, they'll I mean, look, I, I am hopeful. Me too. That, that things will get back to normal. I am hopeful. Science will win and smart people will win and there'll be medicines and the whole world is working on this thing. And I, I believe that we will be able to hug one another again at some point. I truly am. But just this just feels like a structural change. I feel yeah. I believe that the earlier we get comfortable with that, the earlier and easier it is to just adjust. Yeah. And enjoy and be able to look at the positives of it all. And like I said, some of this shit is some revolutionary principle based shit man like and to embrace the structural change that's put upon us now if we come to find out that coronavirus really did start because of 5g and and all they had to do was set off the verizon towers then that's a whole different conversation and they need to figure out a way to stop that shit uh team america that's all i got man that's all i got too um i just want to add real quick to your point we do not come out of this the same as we went in that's the reality we just don't we just don't. And that's what she it's said. Doomslayer's ass. <laughs> Doomslayer. Doomslayer's time to play Stone. Well, that's been this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial. You heard it here first. Um, visit us. Let us know if you agree or disagree with our opinions at stt underscore pod. Facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. Instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. Twitter at stt underscore pod. Email us at skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com. Visit us at skip the tutorial podcast.com. Or as you always do, as we always do before we sign off, stay humble. Stay humble. Thank you, Canada. <laughs> stay strong, Cambodia. Pray for us. Mm-hmm.